Welcome, everybody, to another special edition of the Coco and Dalts podcast. We are podcasting crazy these days, people. We've got so many editions that you don't even know what to do. I'm not Coco. And I'm not Dalt. We're real people, and we do real reviews. Netflix, Amazon Prime, something plus. Disney Plus. Amazon, Apple. All of that. Yeah. Um, and what are we doing in this particular episode? Not adults. Today, we are reviewing the hot off the presses, brand new Netflix eco-tourism docu-series, Down to Earth with Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. This is the second season of this series. It's spent entirely in Australia. It appears as though... He was in Australia when COVID first hit, and he kind of got trapped there for a while mm-hmm. because of the traveling or no traveling, should well, I say? Well, they got shut down in policies. Australia. Yeah. So the entire series is eight episodes. They're right around 40 minutes apiece. Each episode has a different theme. So one episode, they're speaking to a lot of different Aboriginal peoples, you know, talking about how to you know, what their way of life is like. Um, They do an episode on wildfires, another episode on regenerative agriculture. It's uh, Zac Efron, known from High School Musical, (laughs) as well as his sidekick, Darren Olean, who, Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly from season one, is like a fitness guy, nutrition guy, Mm -hmm. you know, that that sort of thing. But the crew also does make a lot of appearances as well, which Mm -hmm. is interesting. So got anything to add to the summary adults? No. Okay, rock and roll. What'd you think? Uh, so I thought, first of all, off the top, the last time we reviewed this, we had <laughs> a lot of fun reviewing it because we poked fun at poor Zach. I believe his... my immortal line from that episode is Zach Efron, baked or just dumb? So there's a lot of that still in this second <laughs> season. However, the season feels like it's a little... To use the phrase, it seems like it's more fully baked. Yes. It seems like they thought about it a little bit more. It seems like it's actually got a little bit of intention. It's funny how COVID uh, uh, pandemic and uh, protocol and all that sort of stuff isolated people probably long enough to think about what they were going to do with this second season rather than rush into it. And I think it worked really well. Um, Again, props off the top for uh, Zach trying to do this because he's bringing environmental awareness to the masses intentionally. He's trying to do that as a thing. Um, But I will say that it was still pretty funny in, (laughs) in like an accidental way. But not in the unintentional hilarity of Falling for Christmas, the new (laughs) Lindsay Lohan movie on Netflix that we just reviewed. If you haven't listened to that, please do so. Please listen to that podcast. That was episode 163, I believe. Sure. Um, But uh, again, Zac Efron and his buddy Darren, you know, hitting hitting the road in Australia Uh, doing well, visiting in with the Aboriginal people, the Indigenous people of Australia, paying tribute to them. I think there was a lot of really good stuff in here. Uh, The scenery is amazing. Uh, Definitely watch it on your uh, big screen 4K TV or 5K or 97K or whatever they're up to now. Um, Because I think that uh, will help. But some of the issues they brought up to uh, the viewer, to us, are very... Uh, discouraging and very depressing and very deep and dark. 
and they bring it in a way that is not too depressing. So you're talking about the what we're doing to the earth, uh, mankind is doing to the earth in a very serious and uh, uh, intentional way. However, they're so easygoing about it that it kind of delivers a nice message to it. You you. You, it's not like a, a grade school documentary you're going to sit through and say, we are destroying the earth and here are the ways we are doing it. It's just, it's a little bit lighter approach, but in the same time, the message gets through. So I know we make fun of our boy Zach quite a bit and some of it is justified, uh, but <laughs> I I have to give him props and Darren as well for having really good intentions around this very serious and important subject. Yeah, I would totally agree. This season definitely felt like like you said, it had been more intentionally planned out and there was an overarching message to it as opposed to last season, which was still also talking about eco stuff, but it seemed more like a couple dudes were like, hey, bro, let's go to London. You know, dude, let's go to Paris. I'm going to put my board shorts on and my backwards cap and I'm going to go to this sacrilegious uh, <laughs> location in, in Peru and... Right, totally. So the last season seemed like they just kind of wanted to go a few places and then (laughs) found some stuff to do while they were there that fit into the eco theme, as opposed to this season where each episode had had a message. Mm. And the messages kept repeating over and over. Like there was one author they spoke to who literally wrote a book on regenerative agriculture. Mm. And they kept going back to him in quite a few episodes Mm. because, you know, everything ties together. We're all part of the same ecosystem and we mm. all have to share the same planet so i uh that author by the way is played by david letterman i, I was totally thinking that when he first <laughs> walked out i was like dude modern day letterman <laughs> with the white beard and everything right totally so i did uh i did enjoy that like you said they did bring a lot of good information uh even with like cartoon graphics explaining stuff um i so the cartoon graphics are on my list of things to talk about okay sorry about that i i no didn't i did enjoy the sort of buddy comedy aspect of it with zach and darren i enjoy their interactions with each other um darren i appreciate is a vegan mm-hmm. so i'm also mm-hmm. vegan it's nice to have so a lot of this season actually seems more like a culinary tour yes it didn't seem like they did that as much last season but this season everywhere they go because they're talking about sustainable agriculture so much Mm -hmm. um it's just natural to go to sustainable restaurants and so they do a lot of eating and i appreciated that darren brought the vegan perspective Mm -hmm. to that um you could also tell that zach would not be able to do his own cooking show because every time he eats something he's like that's amazing and then like in the voiceover that they recorded later you could tell somebody wrote for him what to say because then he's like oh i could really taste the brininess and the sea salt and it's like no dude you didn't write that yourself um so so just a couple of things there before you go on is that one of the things that i noticed in every episode was zach saying Oh, that was really cool. Thanks for doing that. I've never done that before. <laughs> and then also in the, every episode, he appears topless. He like, appears without a shirt. You give the people what they want. And he's he's in very good shape. I'm not <laughs> denying that. He's a good looking guy. But I was like, oh, here's the gratuitous. And he and he doesn't even hide it. He kind of turns to the camera and he's like, <laughs> he's like, here's doing, my nipples. Right. <laughs> doing like, like popping the muscles yeah, a little like, bit. Yeah. Like I do sometimes in the morning when I get up and I stretch and Coco <laughs> likes it when I, I do that leg flex thing and. I will. I will say, like like Daltz mentioned, we we do give Zach a lot of stick, but uh, the the dingo and uh, the dog on one of the Torres Strait Islands both freaking love Zach. Yeah. Like that dog on 
Massig, I believe the island's yeah, name yeah. was. The random dog swimming up to them, yeah. Oh, yeah, her name was Precious, and yeah. she just glued herself to Zach. So I'm like, Zach is obviously good people. Yeah. Because if dogs like Zach, then I like Zach. I, I, I think more highly of Zach after this than I did after the first one. After the first uh, season, it was kind of like... Just uh, I'm a I'm a rich guy. I'm going to go around the world. I'm a rich American. I'm going to go around the world, and I'm going to pretend that I'm interested in other people's cultures. But I just want a free trip with my buddy. Right. And it kind of felt that way a little bit. But this one felt a little bit more intentional. Now, whether or not he's actually thinking about environmental issues in his spare time, I don't know. But it seemed like it was a little bit more genuine. It seemed like it was a little more sincere. And uh, you know, he seemed. I don't think he's. I, I still don't think he's the sharpest knife in the drawer. And I think part of the reason they have Darren alongside is to, you know, provide some sort of decent on-camera analysis. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know, Zach's like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, the plane, totally. I'm scared of this plane. And meanwhile, Darren's going, well, you know, the, the, this could be a very interesting trip. And he's like, oh, look at that island over there. And meanwhile, you know. <laughs> Big, big Zach is just kind of like, I hope we don't crash. I do appreciate, though, that Zach was willing to appear goofy on camera because some people are so precious about mm. their public images that they would not want to be shown being scared of being in, like, the single prop plane and right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being scared of the crab, like, potentially crushing their fingers. Right. So, and he... I mean, who knows what ended up on the cutting room floor. Right. But there were those kind of moments of levity that... You know, this isn't just your standard, you know, travel show mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stuff. It's, you know, a little bit lighter. So I, I appreciated the, the human element there. Yeah, and it was a lot more accessible, like I said earlier. I think that the, they intentionally did that so that two guys trying to have fun but also deliver a message so that you don't know the medicine you're taking. You know, it's kind of like, oh, this tastes pretty good. And it's actually doing you some good, too. So I uh, I, I liked it. I, I'm surprised at how much I liked it. Um, maybe I took it for granted in the first season i was just like oh this is let's just make fun of zach and <laughs> yeah, then <totally. laughs> you know I mean, but he still he does he still does some very some very make funnable things yeah so you know you can tell they're the americans traveling into this foreign land when they <laughs> and- all they have their they have their ball caps on <laughs> and they're just walking into these places and there's one scene where they're in a church uh, or not a church, but like a, a holy site, or a, you know, they're having a, they're paying tribute, and everybody's got their heads bowed, and there's Zach with his hat on. I mean, he's like, "Come on, American, take your hat off for the religious ceremony." And the Aussies were taking the piss out of the Yanks too. Oh yeah, like yeah. there's one scene where they're in a boat and they're going to go swimming with dolphins, and Zach's like, "Oh, are there sharks in the water?" Yeah. And the guy gets a ladle. <laughs> And he takes some water out and he's like, you want to know how there's sharks? Like, get the water, take a sip of the water. If the water is salty, there's sharks. Yeah. And, you know, the guy's just totally ripping him. Well, and, and everybody's yeah. like waiting for this. Oh, this is a this is an Australian tradition. We're going to learn this. And, you know, you can tell the crew is, is paying attention and everything like that. They're getting a really good shot of it. And he's like, oh, it's salty water. There's going to be sharks. <laughs> He's like, ah, very funny. Yeah. And then also Zach didn't do himself any favors when he shows up at these you know, they're in the. A lot of this is in the dusty Australian, not the outback necessarily, but it's very dusty on the coast and things like that. And he's showing up in these white pants right, and these totally. white shoes, <laughs> and he's just like, "Hey, what's going? On? Like, what could happen?" You know. And there was another scene where they went for a walking tour, and uh, they were going to walk around this little island that is in danger of disappearing if climate change uh, continues to be severe. And he's walking around. He's got his flip flops on. It's like you're gonna take a you're gonna take a walking tour in your flip flops, <laughs> just not prepared at all. <laughs> but really, I mean, those are minor minor things, and those are kind of like, oh, we need to make fun of Zach a little bit. So there they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. 
we haven't watched the first season since it originally aired, mm-hmm. so I could be forgetting a lot of it, but it definitely was more informative than last time. I feel like we did learn stuff as opposed to last time. It was like, oh, cool, a building that's growing lettuce along the side of it in London. That's that's neat, you mm-hmm. know, but there's no actionable, this is how you could do something in your life, right, or this right. is something for you to think about in your life. Um, yeah, so overall, I, I liked it better than the first season. It was like a candy-coated guilt trip is what it was. Yeah. It's like, here we are in this foreign land that probably a lot of us in this on this continent won't get a chance to go to. We're, as I say this, we're on the continent of North America, uh, for all you listeners in Southeast Asia that we have. Um, our lone listener in Sweden. And, and our le- listener in Sweden. Um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of us won't get a chance to go there, um, but showing us how our actions are influencing that part of the world. So there's a, there's a heavy guilt trip on the amount of pollution that is generated by uh, four countries in the world, right. and the United States is one of them. Um, yeah, we're the second biggest polluter, I think, after China. After China, it's like fifteen yeah. percent of the world's like carbon emissions. Come when from when this you country, consider when the, we're four percent of the world's population, exactly. Like China and India and some of the other countries in the world that are have, are more populous than than the United States, and uh, it it just goes to show what can happen. So there's a lot of action being taken in Australia that I think we being the Western world, not just the United States, but everybody who's sort of paying attention to this kind of stuff should uh, take action against. So things are trying to be more sustainable, trying to have less pollution, trying to have, you know, trying not to waste so much food. One of the heartbreaking uh, episodes was how much food goes to waste. And they were showing the food that there was going to be thrown out and this uh, uh, charitable organization was taking in the food and and repurposing and making it into really delicious looking meals. And the food didn't really look all that bad. It like yeah. it was just it was a bruise here or a nick there. Yeah, Darren picked up a bunch of bananas and he was like, "You're gonna like this is gonna be thrown away." And you know they were like a little bit spotty. And he's like, "This is when they're good." Mm-hmm. It's like wow, it's like I know that food waste is a horrible issue. You know because like grocery stores just like throw out that day's stuff yeah. like in dumpsters. And but it's like wow when you actually see it like that, it just it hits home. Yeah, really. Well, and and it hits home for us here too because where we live. There are probably seven grocery stores for maybe 40,000 people. Right. And uh, and these grocery stores are nice, huge American grocery stores with massive aisles and everything's fresh and everything's delicious. And then you know that the stuff gets thrown away. It's just, I, don't, I don't even want to know mm-hmm. what the dumpsters look like in the grocery stores that, that we live near because it was just it's just so heartbreaking. And there's lots of people around who, especially these days when the economy is the way it is, are looking for decent food and not being able to find it. So... I'm hoping we can learn some lessons from down to earth, down under with the Zac Efron. I don't know if there's any colons in there either. I haven't really researched it. I'm, I'm big on the colons. <laughs> Could be taken multiple ways. <laughs> so uh, what did you think? What 47 number slash letter grade would you give? I, uh, so I give it a 7 out of 10 because I usually do. Um, but I'm going to say that this is a watch. You definitely should watch this. Uh, like you mentioned, it's eight episodes. And you don't have to watch them all at once. It's not really a bingeable thing. You can watch one and then watch, you know, Game of Thrones or whatever other garbage you want to watch and then come back to this later on. It doesn't have to be sequential, that kind of thing. But it's a nice little palate cleanser and the scenery is beautiful. And really, it's a low risk, high reward kind of thing. I concur. I'd give it probably a B plus. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe an A minus. Yeah. And a definite do watch. Not a Z. Not a Z. For Zach. 
No. Or D for down to earth or B for baked. Or C for crack. <laughs> Which That was a different episode. That was that was Falling for Christmas with Lindsay Lohan now airing on Netflix. <laughs> did we say that this was on Netflix as well? I believe we did say, yeah. but just in case on Netflix started streaming on November 11th, which is yesterday. If you're listening to this in real time, well, you did the uh, summary, so you usually handle all those things. I when I do the summary, I'm like, uh, some guy goes around the ro- the world <laughs> with his buddy, and they were on a big island, and then, and, and then they had crab, and then a dingo ate my baby. <laughs> like seriously, they as soon as they said dingo, I would. If you're American, that's what you're gonna think. An American of a certain age, a dingo ate my baby. Dingo ate my baby. So on that note, uh, let's wrap this one up as for another edition of the podcast. Thank you for joining us, listener. We really appreciate it, and please continue to patronize us. And go to CocoAndults.com and donate when it says save the podcast or something like that. Send us millions of dollars so we can do this all the time. We'd appreciate that. For another edition of the podcast, I'm not Coco. And I'm not Dog. Mm-hmm.